Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And now, 106.3 WORD proudly presents Hot Rods and Happy Custom car and hot rod enthusiasts together for a weekly chat. Here are your hosts, Rob Pitts and Odd Rod. Live and local on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Yeah! And that's Jeff. Yes. And that's Jeff Rowe. Odd Rod. Yes, sir. What are we talking about? we got a lot of upcoming events. Yes, sir. Some, some exciting stuff. Huge events. Exactly. Thank you, Love Jeff. Love it. Welcome. Well, next week, of course, we're going to, well, all this past week, we've been at Ponies in the Smokies up in uh, Pigeon Forge. Hey, Pony Boy. Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. I want to tell you something, guys. That's one hell of a show. You truly missed out. Absolutely. So next week, we're going to be April 8th at Belton, South Carolina for the South Carolina Chili Cook-Off. We uh, will be uh, two, two words for you. Heartburn. And extra under britches. That's what it. are under britches exactly? Well, the britches that's, you wear under your normal britches. So underwear. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's so that's fine. what they call it, Union. Yeah, under much. britches. Under oh, yeah, that's right. You are from Union. That's yeah. right. No, 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 no. Why? Where are no. you from? Michigan. You spent more time in Union that's than a, You're not from Michigan. I'm from Michigan. You I was born in Kalamazoo. You spent more time in Union than Michigan. Technically, I've spent more time in Spartanburg now than... Union, so I know there's a town outside of Union called Kalamazoo. No, there's not. It's, it's where Tim lie. Allen, where Tim Allen got busted for cocaine and changed his life and became a comedian. That was Kalamazoo. That's it's pronounced cocaine. Cocaine. Yes, thank you, Trump. But anyhow, welcome. I'm from Kalamazoo. That's where I'm from. Welcome, Jerry. So that's the place with the bad tap water. Yes. Well, no, it's no, real that's close. Flint. Yeah, that's Flint. 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 It's yeah. real close, yeah. but kind of terrible. I, think, I don't know. The, I was thinking that maybe that's what happened to him. It's yeah, in the lower possibly. mid. Possibly. It's okay. Anyways, back on schedule. The yeah, chili so cook-off. Chili cook-off. And then later that night, we're going to go down to Simpsonville, South Kekalaki. To the for, Charter Amphitheater for the Back to Basics show, guys. This Hosted by, by Misperceptions Car go. Club. I want to tell you something about these kids. They put on a hell of an event, man. I want to tell you. Over 500 cars. Yeah. That's, that's insane right there. I mean, it's cool. I, th- I think last year they actually reached toward 1,000 cars. Oh, yeah. I mean, one just depending so, on some months, they really hit it out of the park. So, great show. Uh, next, the following week, well, that Friday, we'll be down at Union County Dragway and announcing the Pro Mod Series races down there. I want to tell you something. That's the Carolina Thunder Series Pro yes, Mods at the NHRA's newest eighth mile track, one of the top five eighth mile tracks in the country right now. You yeah. are kidding me. No, we are not. <laughs> But I mean, th- this tr- this track, I mean, it is great. They've been putting a lot of work into it. Uh, Gilbert Jacobs has done an outstanding job making this a great surface. Just hi, a, Gilbert. Just it's a, a great, great all around track. All it, it, is. it is, and, and they continue to pour more and, and more I mean, money into it. This is the thing. Now we have an NHRA track right in our backyard. Absolutely. I mean, it's right down the road. I mean, I'm tickled where to be I'm a, from. I'm. I'm <laughs> That's not a selling point. But I'm tickled to be a part of this. Union yeah. County Dragway, guys. April 14th. That's Friday. So after we get done with our 2 a.m. extravaganza down there, the next morning, Saturday, April 15th, 
we're going to be at Gear to Go in Roebuck, South Carolina, and that event is going is going to be a car show, of course, and uh, you know donation accepted for entry fee, but um, all the donations, all the proceeds are going to benefit the Optimist Club. And this is a great organization, guys. They help several cho- charities with children's and everything all in the upstate. Yes, sir. The following day, Sunday, April Sunday, 16th. Sunday, Sunday. Thank you very much. Welcome. We're busy that weekend, dude. But Sunday, April sixteenth, we're going to uh, we're going to be at Ruby Tuesdays again for our show. Oh, the huh? four salad, four salad, the four, the four, lettuce. four, four lettuces, lettuces, excuse me, including the purple one. The purple I apologize. One. The three, spring mix, the three, spring mix, three green, one three purple. green, one purple. Yeah. I want to tell you something, guys. Ruby Tuesdays, hot rods and happy That's hour. Spanish. Great show. We always pack it out. Good food. Four lettuces, guys. Four, four. quattro with the spring mix in there. Moving forward another week, because April is, well, we don't get free time in April. So April 22nd, 23rd, that Saturday and Sunday, technically that Friday too, we will be in Maggie Valley, North Carolina for the Southeast Mini Truck Nationals. I want to tell you something, guys. There's nobody that parties like mini truckers. And I agree, because I like partying right there with them. I want to tell you something. Mini truck- I think, I mini, think uh, I'll uh, be uh, DJ intoxicated that weekend. If, if I have to describe a mini trucker, it'd be like one of those t-shirts that has like the tux printed on it. That's a mini trucker. Yeah, it's kind of like a mullet. Like business in the front, but party in the back. It's called a mullet. Yeah, I don't mean a mullet derogatory. It's it's kind of like the tuxedo tee. I like the tuxedo tee. It's just I like classic. it. Too. You would wear. Are you one. gonna say something about it? Come on now. Yeah, both of you would wear one. That makes sense. Well, if you ain't got a suit, why not? <laughs> and it's comfortable. It is. I think that's what uh, Rob actually wore to the interview here. Yeah, I wore my, my tuxedo shirt. Did you really? Shirt, yeah. I think I think he wore his tux shirt. I well, think. I will tell you something. I'm a classy guy. I wore a blue leisure suit. That's, that's a good look. That's a real good look. For I got you. the job right on the spot. I bet you did. As janitor? No, no absolutely not. Well, I was you... applying for that, but you know, it didn't happen. Darn it. So they gave me on air. <laughs> April 29th. April 29th. Good Lord, it's Carolina Motor, Motor Fest. Fest. All Gre- right. At the Greenville Biggest Speedway. Brought, brought to you by, by Carolina, Carolina Coaches. Coaches. With K's. <laughs> buy sell and trade it's going to be great i love motorfest this show's great this is a really big event we have right here at the store at greenville picking speedway we've got so much going on every week something new is being added to motorfest and i want to tell you something guys how about tell a pinup contest we're going to have pin oh pinup you serious clark yeah rob's going to be in it uh, really <laughs> what you wearing on that brother <laughs> More like on it, but you know what I'm saying, guys. <laughs> Carolina Motorfest. We're gonna have a great pinup competition. We got several girls already signed up, and it's hosted by Miss Liberty Bell. Miss Liberty Bell. I'm gonna tell you something, guys. I want to give you a nickel's worth of free advice. You get on them internets, internet you, know, you get on the Facebook and the and Twitters. You, t- you type in Miss Liberty Bell and check this girl out. She is as beautiful as she is sweet, guys. Well, that's more of a quarter's advice. That was that, that was that was nearing a quarter's that, worth. That, that's almost a quarter. Yeah, half dollar. <laughs> And uh, we also got a big secret that we can't tell nothing about. A big secret. It's like I'm just leading them on. It is. It's it's a real big secret. Excuse me. My sinuses have been missing. <laughs> but anyway, guys. Big what? Carolina, <laughs> Carolina Motor Fest. April 29th. Be there. Go online. Get your tickets. Get signed up. Go ahead and get right. registered. What's up? What are we talking about today? God, it's part two, dude. Part two of uh, Hot Riding Around the World. Hot Riding Around the World. I mean, we've been to the UK. We have. We have. Mm-hmm. We talked to Sam Hard. We talked about Ed China with Wheeler Dealers. Yes, Leaving sir. Wheeler Dealers yeah. in 13 years. Good God. Good God. Oh, by the way, I can announce this now. Uh, congratulations to uh, Big Chief uh, with uh, 
Yeah, well, the Street Outlaws. Yeah, yeah, he actually kicked the crap out of Gas Monkey Garage. Uh, ben Howard, I think you owe my man Rob Pitts a steak. That's what I'm saying. Remember, you said you were going to buy my dinner, Ben. That's I'm right. Just saying. You Call did. him out. You did. I heard it. And I want to give a big shout out to Jeff Lutz for building the car. And giving me the heads up on that bet. <laughs> but anyway, gotta love recorded television. Indeed. <laughs> you just revealed it, so yeah. it's okay now. Yeah, I don't think you're getting that dare from Ben now. <laughs> but anyhow. Not until this airs. <laughs> you better, Yeah, you better cash in on that pretty quick. But yeah, we've been around the globe so far. Um, and if you guys missed no, it. No, actually, we've just been across the pond. We haven't been around the globe yet. That's, that's actually an accurate statement. That's, that's, you like that? Very good. God, I like yeah, that. Yeah, we across just jumped across the pond. Across yeah. pond. That's all we've done so More far. More like an ocean, but you know, it's a pond. <laughs> it's a big okay. pond. Yeah, it's, that's that's what the Beatles called it, okay? It is. And yeah, they're, they're dead. You they're actually <laughs> over in the UK. Well, Paul McCartney's still alive, so technically not dead. Yeah, we're like 25. And Ringo's alive. Everybody forgets about Ringo. Yeah, everybody tries to forget about Ringo. He doesn't get the respect he deserves, but you know. Whatever. If John Lennon says it, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Rest in peace. Imagine that. Any. What? Rest in peace? No. Imagine. Imagine all the people. You, you uh, oh, oh, yeah, oh, gotcha. oh, that bad joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Somebody's been watching Beatles things on YouTube. Anyhow, so yeah, we've jumped across the pond to the UK and dealt with all that and what's going on there. And we started late back toward the pond, uh, toward Cuba, but we got a little way. And guys, if you missed it, Jump on 1063WORD.com and hit the podcast link. Check out last week's podcast and check out all the podcasts before that because we got some good ones. But don't jump on it too hard because it will break your computer. It will, actually. Yeah. It will crash your interwebs. Yep. It will. It will. But yeah, so we talked a little bit on Cuba and what's going on there. You know, with embargo, these guys have to be real MacGyvers of what's going on there. Just well, you got to think about up. it. You know, parts in Cuba, you just don't pick up a J.C. Whitney catalog or a Jegs or a Summit and order parts from Cuba. Now, there's That's other right. countries that sell to Cuba, but the U.S. Yeah, like does Canada not. Canada and U.K. They do, but but the U.S. does not, and a lot of these parts can be had anywhere but from the U.S. That's so, why chicken wire and Bondo are so important in Cuba. Well, another reason mm-hmm. because there's so much rust there too. It has ocean all the way around it. Yeah. Russ, Russ, Russ. But, but see, this is the thing that's cool well, hang about on, the Cuban. Hang, on, hang, on, hang on, we got to pay some bills, Rob. We got to pay some bills. We got to pay some bills. I'll tell you what, I'll just be quiet. How about that? That'll work. So we're going to cut the break, and uh, Rob's <laughs> going to give us a little more insight on Cuba coming up next. And we also got a couple special calling guests from you guys from all around the globe. Uh, so stay tuned right here to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Oh, 1063 WORD. This is Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hit our Facebook and Instagram links at 1063WORD.com. This is Sam Hart from Hot Up Garage, all the way from the UK, and you're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour on 1063 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. I am Odd Rod. Rob Pitts, how are you? Odd Rod. I'm excited to be here. So we're talking about Cuba. We are talking about Cuba because we've been around the world, around the whole entire globe, and uh, we've landed in Cuba. We're talking about the culture there, but more importantly, we're talking about Mr. Pitts' ties to Cuba. Ooh, really? Mr. You? Mr. I tell yes, you. I'm not you talking about cigars, Yeah, kids. we're not talking about oh. cigars. We're talking a little bit more than that. Rob, why don't you tell the fine people who are listening in all about your experiences with Cuba? Well, actually, I was involved in a project with Pilgrim Studios and Discovery Channel about two years ago for the new show that we're filming called The Cuban Car Show Project. Yeah. Which, unfortunately, has not came to fruition. No, and it probably never will, because the big selling point of that was is they wanted to act before Cuba became a tourist trap, more or less. Because right. mm-hmm. when the embargo was lifted, I'll be honest with you, as soon as they put a port in there, cruise ships are coming, it's lost its appeal. So, But we came in, the premise of the show is they're going to bring eight builders to Cuba. We're going to build a car. 
mm-hmm. and bring it back. And it's going to be the first American car to touch U.S. soil since 1962. Which is monumental. Oh, it's monumental. And that car was actually going to be auctioned off for charity. I mean, it was a great show idea, but it just never made it. Discovery caught a lot of flack and had to fight a lot of battles to even get Cuba well, it was to, to to go along with the idea of well, it. Well, the thing that's really interesting about it, a lot of people don't know, that Discovery is a sister company of NBC. Right. NBC had to step in there to actually get the permission from the Cuban government for Discovery to come back in. And see, wow. this was all going on during the time frame of uh, our former President Obama visiting Cuba. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep, and doing all of what, I, I don't know the details of everything that was happening uh, then. Oh, you don't need to know that. That's fine. But... <laughs> But yeah, we got Obama here in the studio. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But uh, I think I think that actually ruined the chances of the show. Just me personally, that's my personal. It didn't thoughts. help it. It didn't help it a lot. And I want to tell you something. That's the expense of filming in Cuba because you got to think about it. If you need a crane in Cuba, you know, like a film oh, crane, yeah. you just don't go rent one. You have to bring one over. You know, and not to mention, for one, they're going to be paying you. And what well, you were going to be in Cuba for like six months, six to eight months, in six Cuba. to eight months filming. And so not only are you going to be there, but all your builders, and they're going to use some Cuban builders, but, you know, all your team leads, but, and then all your crew and everything, your makeup guy, or hopefully girls, but your your makeup crew, your uh, your filming crew, all these people they had to pay to be over there, that's a big expense. Well, that, you also got to think about the expense itself of actually housing these people. I mean, they were virtually renting a resort for everybody you know, a part of the show. That's where they live for six months. Yeah, so, I mean, this was a, a big undertaking, even for someone like Discovery. Well, I'm sure it probably didn't crimp their budget that bad, but it's still uh, it's a big undertaking. And I hate to see it, it flopped, especially with it involving you. I thought that was going to be awesome. You know, it'd be a little little lonely doing the show alone, but I'd have rooted would you, you Would you be lonely? Would I, you miss me? I'd replace you. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, there's more spiked blonde-haired people out there in the world. You know, like Guy Fieri. Like Guy Fieri. You know, Rascal Flatts ain't hitting on much anymore, so I could have got someone. I bet that hurts the most, doesn't it, Rob? <laughs> Nail on the head, Jeff. Nail on the head. <laughs> but you know what? Well, don't, well don't go across that crooked road or that broken road, whatever. <laughs> life is a highway, bud. <laughs> I want to ride it. <laughs> oh, oh, me. I wouldn't trade you for nothing, Rob Pitts. I want to tell you something. I wouldn't take all the money in the world for you either, Rod Rod, but I wouldn't give a nickel for another one just like you. <laughs> That's not much. <laughs> all right, so let's make another leap across another pond and head over to Japan. That's oh. a hell of a pond right there we're crossing. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a hop skip. I think there's some sharks in that pond. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> a good, good shoulder workout. <laughs> so, Japan, awesome place, home of the import. I mean, what well, more do you... I mean, this is the what well, actually it's not an import in Japan. <laughs> True that. It's domestic. But the thing you got to think <laughs> about JDM. When, when, <laughs> when you think about the you know the Japanese cars and everybody thinks drifting and thinks about you know the import scene. Well, and duh, all that. What else is there? No, there's a lot more to Japan. Japan has a huge muscle car. School me, Mister Pitts. They have a huge muscle car scene in Japan. I'll tell you something else. The 50s thing is monstrous there. You've got 50 Mercs. You've got all your lead sled kind of cars. They love that stuff. I mean, they're dressing up in their you know dark denim blue jeans with rolled up cuffs and white t-shirts with fake cigarettes rolled up in them. Grease is the word. Literally. Here we go on I mean, that grease are, thing they again. Are, they're dressed up like happy days over there. So you mean to tell me a country that is, I would easily say, 10 to 15 years ahead of us electronically... Is seventy years behind us culturally? Pretty much. 
That's awesome. I'll tell you something else is really crazy, too. It's like 80s music over there is a new thing now. So, like, that's the new hot thing is 80s music. Oh. So, like, you've got, like, Whitesnake playing, like, arenas in Japan. All right. So let me ask you, Mr. Pitts. You Uh-oh. seem like a well-diverse man. When's the last time you've been to Japan? I Googled it. <laughs> that's the answer to everything. <laughs> I Googled it. I'll give you that. Google it. So if you want to find out more information about Japan, Google it. Google it. Google it. So 80s music is very popular over there now. That's a shame. Extremely popular. Do you know how many people are getting Rick rolled right now? Ario Speedwagon, brother. That's hey. what I'm talking about. Bismarcky is selling, selling out arenas. Bismarcky is like opening up for Ario Speedwagon. Chicago? <laughs> Lord. Chicago. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> he wasn't an 80s man. Yeah, actually. He wasn't 80s? That's, that's where your Knight age, Rider. Yeah, that's where, that's where your age is starting to show up now because yeah. now you're calling out things. Yeah. yeah. Knight like, Rider. Like, Baywatch came in the 90s. Yeah, you're going to be like, so, Vanilla Ice. No, that no, was, was 90s. 90s. Yeah, that was 90s. Well, see, I, I lived, I did live in the 80s, like last Four five days. Day, five MC days. Hammer technically is the 80s. He was 89. Can't touch us? So, hey. Yes. Parachute you're pants. Absolutely. We've got to pray. Pray. That was a good song. All right, MC Hammer. The only thing I know for him is you can't touch him. That's right. That's the only thing I know. Like, literally, you can't touch him. No. No. Tone Look, though. Tone Look was a touch of 80s. That's true. That's very true. Michael Bolton. Never going to give you up. That dude. Oh, No, that's Michael McDonald. That's it. That's it. Yeah. The Doobie Brothers. Rick Astley. There you go, Rick Rolls. That's what I was talking That's about. Guy, Rick Roll, the, yeah. the, the, the ginger guy. Yeah, the red hair. Soulless. Oh, who was yeah, that guy? He, that was Rick Astley. No, it wasn't. Rick Astley. He, uh, uh, Rick Astley's that dude? Yeah, he had Rick, somewhat of a mini he's mullet like, going He's like on. McLovin. Yeah, Rick yeah, I was that guy. Yeah. He's, a, he's an Irish R&B singer. And all this is popular in Japan right now. That's sad. No, that's no, sad. No, 80s is great music. These guys are smart. I need to go smart. to Japan sometime. Yeah, really. I like to rock out. 80s love music, though. Power ballads. Power ballads. I'm going to tell you something. 38 special, second chance. Uh, Right at the heartstrings. I don't know about that. Can't stop believing. That's a good one. Speedwagon. I won't tell you something. Hey, I can't fight this feeling anymore. That's true. I want to paint a picture for you. I am leaning back in the studio right now looking at two guys reminiscing. Be careful. The chair's tapping out. (laughs) Really? Yeah, you dug that right there. <laughs> Don't make the millennial mad. <laughs> no. What's what's the picture you're painting? He's gonna he's gonna well, post I, a tweet. I got, I got Guy Fieri and Mister Clean right here battling out <laughs> well, about, about eighties, <laughs> and it's just a beautiful situation because we're talking about cars, and these two are talking about their their past of the eighties music. It's we grew up on the eighties, exactly. And he's older than I am. See? He is older than you. He is. Yeah. It's about a year, right? Something yeah, like that. About a year. Yeah. It's sad. This is sad. No, 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 no. It's, it's sad. It's sad because you missed out on this. It is. You're talking about Rick Asley or whatever his name is. It's kind of like, it's like we've seen the best decade of music ever and you came Absolutely. in the last And you know what? Days. All right. While you two reminisce about the 80s, I need everybody to stay tuned. We got to pay some bills, but coming up next, we're going to be talking to Mark Method from Canada right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Oh, 106.3 WORD. Never miss Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Listen on demand. Hit 
Connect the podcast link at 1063WORD.com. Grab your radio and hold on. This is where speed and horsepower rules. Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Live and local with Rob and Odd Rod on 1063WORD. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Odd Rod. Yes, sir. Tell them about our call-in guest. Our call-in guest is a very cool guy, Mr. Mark Method from uh, Canada, and he is owner of Cartoons Magazine. I want to tell you something. I grew up with Cartoons Magazine, Mark. This thing was like something I had to have every month growing up. I mean, like every kid that was in the cars read this thing. And you had adults reading it, too. I mean, this thing is like an icon for especially the people my age and up. Well, I was the same kid, too. I waited every every two months that magazine came out, and I'd go to the store to pick up my copy and bring it home and read it up. Uh, Mark, before we get talking too much about the magazine, because we do want to know about it, I want you to tell us a little bit about the car culture in Canada, because that's what we're talking about. We're hot riding around the world on this segment, uh, so I want to tell you, I want to know a little bit about Canada. Uh, well, Canada's pretty similar to the United States. We, we're all over the place with car cultures, like your typical, from your street rods to rat rods, low riders. You, you'll see pretty much everything here as you would in the USA. So, so what's probably like the most popular thing you see going around? Uh, most popular, I'd have to say, would be the, the muscle cars to the street rods. And uh, every year, it seems rat rods are growing quite a bit. So Yeah, we actually, out at SEMA, we met quite a few builders uh, from Canada that were into the rat rod thing, so that makes sense. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, tell us a little bit about some of the cars you got, Mark. Uh, well, I got a whole bunch of project cars. <laughs> but the one I drive is I got a 1950 Plymouth that's been chopped, shaved, Bagged, channeled. I call her my tail dragger, so. <laughs> Shoot, that's a, I, I want to tell you something, though, but it's a period car, though, with all those cars. You know, a 50 Plymouth is a real curvy. It's a pretty car from the factory, original. I like but when it. you do all that, I mean, it's just a sleek machine. That thing's shaped like a bullet, it sounds like. It is a beautiful car, but their roofs were very high on them. And everybody wanted to do up their, their Mercs and their 50 Chevys and that, and they would bypass the Plymouth. But as soon as you chop the roof on the Plymouth and you do it right, it turned, it's, it's just a gorgeous car. So, All right. Yeah. All right, Mark. So you were one of many people we did get to meet out of SEMA, which was amazing. And, you know, we got to meet a bunch of people from Canada, which is awesome. So tell us about some big shows that happen in Canada, because I, I know, like, there's several down here in the States that go on. What's some, like, big ones that you just don't miss? Honestly, I haven't really hit any big shows in Canada yet. One year I want to plan a Canadian tour, and uh, and then the next year before I'll be doing a full American tour too. So Nice. Well, those are some big ones that you got going on right there. Yeah, there's there's a lot of big shows in Toronto area. They had just had one. It's the, um, the Autorama. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I can't remember, but like probably the biggest show that I go to every year is back to the 50s at St. Paul, Minnesota. I just got I just got a feeling that Plymouth fits in good there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and back to the 50s, Minnesota, you're looking at over 12,000 cars wow. pre-1964 in uh, state fairgrounds. Well, that's it, a big one, too. That's it a is a very show. big show. That's like a national event. I've been going there since I was a little kid, so... Nice. Now, you said you were planning on making an American tour. Are you planning on going to uh, different car shows, or is this more of a business trip for Cartoons Magazine? Well, I'll, be planning, I'll be planning to do a tour to go to car shows. I'm trying to get as much as I can in. Um, right now, it's not in the budget to do so. Once in a while, I'll just wing it and go and hit a show like I did in Chicago recently. 
I went there and set up and promoted the magazine. Let's talk a little bit about the magazine. you uh, That's your unique connection to the car world that I love, is you actually own Cartoons Magazine, but you didn't always own it. No, the original owner of Cartoons Magazine was Peterson Publishing. They ran it from 59 to 91, and then... I don't know the exact stories of it, but from what I heard, um, when Peterson got out of the magazine industry, they sold all rights to all their magazines, and it, the new company that bought it all on didn't do anything with cartoons for 25 years. So when the trademark expired and was available to register, I went for it and got it. I knew nothing about publication, but I knew that I had cartoons, I loved cartoons, and it needed to come back to print. I did everything I possibly could on learning this whole publication system and everything, and then with all the support of everybody that used to know the magazine and was huge fans, even the artists that were contributing to the magazine, everyone we all just everyone got together and just everything flowed and a year later, we're still in print. So, well, I mean, that's the cool thing about it. Now, I mean, how? Did, I mean, okay, you, so you started basically from fresh with an old name. I started. All I had was a name, and I had no finances. I had no experience. I had absolutely nothing. I mean, so, I mean, I just can't imagine walking into something totally blind like that. But you just did it for the love, because you love that. You love the magazine. Oh, definitely. I love the magazine. I love car cultures. I love everything. And it seems a lot of people that are in publication industry and when I talk to them they told me what I'm doing is utterly impossible which obviously I'm proving them wrong right so oh yeah Absolutely. you know Rob and I follow you on Facebook and all that of course but it's amazing to see every time you post something about cartoons or every time it gets shared or like farm truck and Asian just shared where they were in your uh, magazine and you see people post on there that says oh my god cartoons is back and they're excited about it because like you said it's been gone for 25 years yeah it's been gone for 25 years and the biggest problem I'm having is getting that word out that we're back. And every day, even today, I've gotten emails and people said that they've seen it on the newsstand. They just found out it got back and now they're all excited and they're an instant subscriber and everything. So I'm doing everything I can to push to get it out there um, with advertising. Uh, we just got into every comic book store worldwide starting in April. Very so a, a lot of people out there that are having a hard time finding copies at retail stores, they could just go walk into a comic book store and order it, which what? is great. That's yeah. awesome. I want to tell you something about it because you can actually order a subscription to Cartoons, correct? Yeah, if you go to our website, cartoonsmag.com, we have full subscriptions on there. Uh, we sell apparel and merchandise and stickers and all the back issues because it seems because cartoons is more of a comic book than it is a magazine so it seems everybody has to have every issue right so that they end up subscribing and then buying every back issue that they missed to date just to have in their collection so well i'm gonna tell you something mark I mean, and I, I think Hot Rods can, will agree with me on this. I'm waiting for a Hot Rods and Happy Hour to make a, make a debut in the Cartoons magazine. What I'm talking about. That'd be awesome. Let's make it happen, Mark. <laughs> I mean, Anything's I mean, possible. I mean, can you imagine, you know, the Hot Rods and Happy Hour event trailer and Rob and Odd Rod out front with the mics? You know what I'm saying? Hosting an event in the Cartoons magazine. I think that'd be awesome. No, definitely. Like I said, anything's possible. Um, when we did issue seven, I was in talks with Jeff Bonnet. A lot of people know him as Asian on uh, Street Outlaws. And myself, Larry Williams, which is one of our top artists, and Jeff Bonnet, we all worked together to create a comic strip story 
about Farm Truck Canadian, which is available in our latest issue, number eight, which has just been released. So, like I said, anything's possible for stories, everything, all that. So, so I find it very interesting. I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself a comic book, comic book artist, but I am an artist. How many artists do you have working for you as far as the magazine goes? Well, every issue, I run about just over 20 artists in each issue. I have about 50 artists that are sitting there waiting to want to be in cartoons so so that's good there's a lot of willingness from uh different artists around the world i'm sure oh definitely and I, i'm always getting new artists coming in and wanting to be a part of cartoons because they grew up on it and everything and uh even there a lot of your typical car celebrities who are artists too want to be special features uh, expect to see in the future mike lavalley who's famous for his airbrushing and his true fire um, another future guest would be Voodoo Larry, who's nice. uh, pretty popular Ooh. for his customs and that. Oh, scary. And even Von Dieter from uh, Vegas Rat Rods. That's very cool. Very, very cool. Very strange guy, but very, very cool. Yep. I'll tell you what. And this is the thing about it. I mean, like, I remember, Mark, we used to have cruise-ins. There's a Pete's, which is like a mom-pop restaurant we had here. We used to have cruise-ins. And I remember reading my very first cartoons magazine at that cruise-in on a Saturday night. I was probably 10 years old, and that has stuck with me ever since. As soon as I found out about you bringing back cartoons, I was, like, stoked about it. I actually called a friend of mine that, that we, we used to swap them back and forth all the time and told him about it. Well, I have all those same memories, too. My the cartoons was it, it was a sad day when they stopped printing it well i mean it was just something it was like it was like the comic book for us car guys oh definitely and there's still nothing like it on the market and uh like the, there was other knockoff magazines and uh sister magazines to cartoons back in the day but it, the cartoons the one that survived out of the mall because that's just everybody loved it the best right yes sir well mark thank you again for coming on the show uh, we really appreciate it, and we're going to help spread the word of cartoons because I think it's awesome, and I think everybody needs to have a cartoons magazine in their hands. Oh, definitely. Every little bit helps if people spreading the word and talking about it and, and even getting your own subscription because you can't beat a magazine coming straight to your door. So. Absolutely. And, and so it's I don't part- know. My mail lady can beat it up pretty bad. <laughs> 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 and, you know, and, and we've said it before, but cartoons is part of the car culture and the car history, and I agree. I think everybody should have one. Yeah, and uh, a lot of people that hasn't seen the new cartoons yet, they'll definitely get a nostalgic feel to it because of a lot of the original artists like George, George Trozzi's in it and Fred Boatman, et cetera. So, and that's what I try to do. I try to keep it as nostalgic as possible. And, you know, and you're going to get new styles of art in it because it is the digital age and a lot of art you see is digital. But uh, you still get that old-school hand-drawn stuff, too, in there. So I love it. I love it. Mark, thank you so much for being a call-in guest on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, thank you, bud. All right, guys, stay tuned. Coming up next is Nigel Shedden from Australia, right here on 106.3 WORD. From custom car shows and swap meets to racing and 4x4 events. It's all about rods and rides on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Live and local on 106.3 WORD. Getting eight miles to the gallon and loving every minute of it. This is Hot Rods and Happy Hour with Rob and Odd Rod on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Now, Odd Rod, you always bring in some really cool call-in guests. I do. I do. And I want to tell you something. Like, you know, last week we were across the pond, and I'm not even sure how the hell we even get to where this guy's at, but I know it's under us. I know. Yeah, down under in Australia. In Australia. And it was hard to swim across that 
that pond. My I'm, arms are tired. I, I can't even swim. But you can't? We, we really? hopped a kangaroo ride, and we're here now with Nigel from Australia. Nigel, how are you doing? I'm doing good, guys. How are you going? Uh, it's going great. I'm fine. So we've been talking now for two weeks now about the car culture around the world. We want to hear a little bit from Australia about the car culture. You guys, we've seen it on TV over here in America, and it's amazing. I want you to tell us firsthand a little bit about it. Well, the car culture here... It's very similar to to what it is in America. We've got a lot of American cars here. We've got a lot of Australian cars, though. The thing about the car culture here is it doesn't matter where you go, what sort of car show it is, you're always going to make a friend. There's always someone to talk to, always something interesting to look at, you know, whether it's something that's been uh, built in Australia or uh, built somewhere else in the world, there's always something interesting to uh, to see and to do. No matter where you're at, that's just the car hobby in general. Whether you're in the States, you're in the UK, you're in Australia, it don't matter. Car people are just, they're like that. you got a buddy. You know what I mean? Naturally. If they see you're a car guy and they have a car, you're talking. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you can, uh, you can walk down the street and, and not talk to anyone all day. And, uh, you know, the minute you go to a car show, everyone's friends. Everyone's got something to do. Everyone's got something to say. Everyone wants to talk about their car, you know, whether it's something they've just they've bought from someone or something that they've spent years in their, in their garage building themselves and put, you know, thousands of dollars into it. People just love to talk about their cars. A car show can bring a community together. It's, it's always something that I've thoroughly enjoyed doing. Uh, Nigel, I want you to tell me a, a little bit, shifting gears here, about the hot riding in Australia, because you guys got a vast country land, you know, and I was doing a little research. You got Highway Run that runs, Highway 1 that runs the coastline and is approximately, was it 14,500 kilometers long? Good God. It's a long way. You can get on one road and basically go from the top of Australia to the bottom of Australia. So is that pretty popular with getting out and just cruising and old hot rods and all that? If you look, you'll find something every weekend. If you're prepared to travel, you know, and not not always big distances either, you, you will find something enjoyable to do. The other thing we, we had here was um, in Victoria, it was called Saturday Night Live, and they've got, they got a Facebook page, and it's well worth looking at. The, uh, the police have shut it down now because it was, it was getting a little bit out of hand. Uh, unfortunately, some people, you know, they were parking in the wrong place and, and you know, drinking, and, and the police were getting a bit worried. It's, it's basically a huge truck stop here in Australia at a, um, a BP uh, service station. And these blokes just started going there. They just were, it was just friends meeting every Saturday night. It just grew and grew and grew. And, and same, it was just um, hundreds of cars would just show up there every night, uh, every Saturday night. Unfortunately, you get the, uh, the idiots that come in and they'll start doing burnouts and, you know, like I said, drinking and parking on the side of the highway, which, you know, causes obstructions. And, and, and that just sort of ruins it. But, um, well, we have the same yeah, problem, you know, here, Nigel. So, I mean, we like because we have an event similar to that, and we call it Cars and Coffee, and they have yeah. it all across the states, and they have there are yeah. people losing their venues because of people showing out and doing dumb things like that. So, I mean, it's crazy. You guys yeah, have the same that, problems we right. do. Yeah, that's right. We've we've also got the the huge um, uh, every the the first week in January, which is the middle of summer here in Canberra. Um, which is the, the capital of Australia, we have um, Summonats. That's a huge car show. And in, in fact, this year, just, just gone, um, uh, we had um, Farm Truck and Asian here. Oh, that's awesome. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and this is a huge event, but it, it is. Um it's a rev heads uh, um, car show, you know. They they have burnout competitions and uh, in the exhibition park where they where they have the car show. They got Tough Street where the cars drive up and down and and um, um, yeah, it, it's just a it's a massive massive event and, and that's been going over thirty years now. Uh, I, I remember going to that when I was a kid. Um, you know, like a very young kid. The first summer nats I ever went to, uh, I went with mum, and we caught a bus and went to summer nats. And I was just absolutely dumbfounded. I was only, you know, six or seven at the time. Absolutely dumbfounded. Um, you know, the uh, the amount of people, the amount of cars, the smell. Um, you know, it's... <laughs> It gets in the blood, and you just you can't it, change it. It, it, it does. It's so funny, though, Nigel, how you just described that. I grew up in drag race. My dad raced pro mod for years, and there, I'll remember the very first time I was at a drag strip. And it's not so much that I remember what it what I saw. I remember those smells and those sounds. You know, smelling the racing gas, smelling the burnt rubber. That's you, right. I mean, it's just, yep. and it's I'm 38 years old, and that's still with me today. I think about that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm I'm a very similar colour. I'm 39, and um, and I, I'm the same. Like, you know, I, I think about that that time, and I mean, my my mum was a you know she was a nurse at the at the big hospital here in Canberra, and you know she's she's not a car person per se, but you know she took me, and um, and and it was just an infection. You know, ever since then, you know, I've just I've like I always had a huge when I was a kid my uh, matchbox toys cars <laughs> you know and uh, <laughs> it just it just it just snowballed from there to, to to the point now where I'm an adult and you know I just spend stupid amounts of money on cars <laughs> so uh, we can um, relate a hundred percent a I want to tell you something it's a sickness. But I love it though. I love this hobby. I, I wouldn't have it any other way. I love talking to guys. I love talking to guys like you. I mean, I love it because this is worldwide, and I love this hobby. I mean, in every aspect of it, actually. I mean, we have so much fun talking with you guys, and I love hearing the stories you guys. I mean, you know what I'm saying? And it's so funny the similarities in it. That's right. That's right. And um, you know, just just. Like I said, you know, it's it's something that brings people together. You 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 meet so many interesting people. I mean, I've met so many people at car shows and car events, and uh, and on Facebook. On you know, there's there's just so many things that bring uh, bring all those people together. And um, you know, it's a it's just a common a common bond. And and like I said, it doesn't matter whether you got a you know, a big thumping V8 or, you know, uh, I mean, we've got things here in Australia called mini trucks and they're, they're basically uh, like a, you know, you can get a Toyota Hilux utility, you know, and they're airbagged and they're shaved and, oh, you know, there's a... It's very big here in the States too. Yeah, the mini truck and thing yeah, is huge yeah. here too. I mean, it's so crazy. I mean, oh, even, even on the other side of the world, I mean, they're still doing the same thing. I mean, it's just I don't love it though. I love how this hobby. I mean, it's worldwide. I mean, if you if it's in you, you got it. No matter where you're from. That's right. You know, and there's and there's um, and 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 it doesn't matter what it is. You know, if it's a car, you know, a, a, a true car guy. 
likes cars, you know, it doesn't matter what uh, what you got, what you had, what you have, what you're building. Uh, you know, a car guy will talk to a car guy. Absolutely. And, uh, and that's uh, that's what I like. So, Well, Nigel, yeah. I want to thank you very much for being on, on the show with us and giving us a little taste of what Australia is like for the hot riding community. No, look, thank you so much for talking to me. It's, uh, you know, I... I um I love listening to your show. I always make a point. I, I try and listen in uh, every week on the podcast because because of the time difference, obviously. But um, yeah, no, nah, look, I yeah, uh, I, I love what you guys are doing. I tell you what, and, Robert, um, it's shocking every day. We got that means we got two people at least listening. My mom and Nigel every <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah, we, we got two strong followers for sure. Nigel, brother, thank you so much for being on with us today. And uh, I tell you what, buddy, you take care and you keep on trucking, and we'll be talking to you soon. Good on you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Nigel. You have a good one. All right, guys. You've been listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour on 106.3 WORD. Thanks for listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Interact, share, and connect with Rob and Odd Rod. Hit the on-air button at 1063WORD.com. Scroll to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Find out more about the show. Listen on demand at Interact 24-7. Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Supercharged Auto Talk. On 1063WORD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.